You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? (laughs) Jess, I mean, I just crashed my daddy's boat. Um, Ever since I got back from last season, everything's just I'm like a completely different person now. And I, I, you know, I don't think I can be stopped. I think I'm just full party Sarah right now. (laughs) These are like rich people problems. I crashed my daddy's boat. Yeah. He's going to be so mad. He's going to be really mad. Really (laughs) mad. I, 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 um... You know, I threw a party at my house, and ever since then, like, things have been wild. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here talking the premiere 
of Dawson's Creek season three. Wow. Like we're here. We're excited. I cannot believe we're already in season three. But like things are already off to a wild start here at the creek. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's like kind of whiplash. I don't know. It feels different. It feels like yes. we're in a new era of Dawson's Creek. And like, we are. We've turned a corner. Um, we're now juniors in high school. Who would yeah. have thought? Juniors. I know. We're growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wild, wild stuff. But we're recording on a Saturday today. So how is your Saturday morning going? Mm, I woke up early to finish my Dawson's Creek notes. Of, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Because even though we are recording two full days later than we usually do, you still didn't finish your notes before <laughs> the day of. You have an issue, I think. This is Virgo season, Sarah. It's Virgo season. I don't know. I don't know. I just can't do it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why do you put this? Does that stress you out? Why do you put this stress on your life? I don't know. Well, like, I already did the first 18 minutes and then like four 18 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then like 14 minutes, um, four, four days later, I finished the last like 25. Oh <laughs> uh, I don't know. We just be vibing. I don't know what happened. Oh I just, my gosh. I don't know. This is the difference between the two of us. Like I do my notes a full, like at least five days before we're probably, because I usually do them the weekend before mm-hmm. we're going to record the following Thursday. Cause I will yeah. do like a rewatch the day of that. We're going to actually podcast, but that's hilarious. Yeah. I just, I can't, I wouldn't be able to handle the stress of like, Oh my gosh, it's the day of, and I'm still not done. Even though it's like not stressful in my head. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, I really, I really don't know. Like, I feel like I'm kind of like out of sorts. Like yesterday I was thinking about like joining the, my town's women's club. And I was like, wait, what is wrong with me? What is, okay. First of all, what is a women's club? Second of all, is it filled with 60 year old women? Yeah, that is it, what I'm picturing. it is, it is. Where the ladies were taking a trip, bus trip to the bingo tournament. Get to on, get the on. botanical, the botanical garden. Oh my God. I don't know. Like, I mean, the website says 18 and up, but you know that there's no 18 year olds joining no, the women's girl. club. No, no. A women's club? Like, yeah. I'm just like, they just play, what's it called? Like, bridge Marjan. together. Yeah, yeah Marja. Like, that's all they do. And, like, bingo. I know. They, you know what, though? I feel like they might have good snacks. Yeah, I think they do have good snacks. Yeah. Like, my mom was the president um, for a few years, or the co-president of, like, my, the town that I grew up in, um, like, women's club. And, like, they just drank the whole time. I mean... Doesn't sound like the worst time ever. No, honestly. it doesn't. But no, like you're right. There's no 32 year olds hanging out in the women's club. Sarah, do you need more friends? Because I feel like this no, is like, a cry for really, help. I really don't need new friends. Like that's the funniest <laughs> thing about it. Like as you know, I kind of have like a plethora. Yeah, you are someone who like is a collector of friends almost. Like mm. you have more friends than most people I know, and it's not just that you have like a lot of friends that you actively see them often. Um, Mm -hmm. versus me who like, I feel like I have a very, very few close people in my inner circle. And then I'm surrounded by most people that I would consider like friendly acquaintances. So they're like more than acquaintances, but less than like true, true friends. Yeah. And I have a lot of those people in my life. Right. I'm like a social person, but not to like a deep, deep level because at my core level, 
I want to be comfortable in my home most times. Mm, yes. I don't like to venture out as much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I had, like, a moment. Like, I really was, like, considering. Like, I was on the website, like, looking at their events. I don't know what happened. I feel like this is a cry for help, honestly. <laughs> do, I, do you need to? You should move here, I think. I think it would help. See, if we became neighbors, you had an opportunity. So a mm-hmm. while back, like, the the house next to me. I don't know if we talked about this ever on the podcast. The house next to me was for sale. And I had joked to Sarah that she should move here because housing is much cheaper upstate New York than it is where you live close to the right. city um and I was like you should move here it's a great opportunity and then it got bought and now I don't even know my neighbors but they they live there and they park on the lawn and it's weird but anyway oh. they're like ruining their lawn I don't know why this bothers me it's not my lawn why do I care but they parked this giant truck no that would bother me lawn. that would and bother it's like me. bro it's been raining for like 70 days oh, like you're, you're gonna, gonna make stuck a in the mud bed. exactly that's not good. I know. I know. I don't know what they're doing. But yeah, it's just yeah. like, I don't know. Anyway. Are, yeah. Are we, Um, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Are we going to be honest about episode one of season three, like where this was watched and when? I think we have to be okay. um, because we're, here's the thing. We're, we're honest with our audience. So yeah, we're very transparent. Full transparency, everybody. Full transparency. When when I visited Sarah, so I visited Sarah when we had finished season two, but we had yet to record the season two recap. So while I was there, we watched the premiere together. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we then we recorded the season two mm. recap, and we did kind of like play pretend like we hadn't seen but it yet. I don't feel like that came into like full fruition. It didn't like, matter. No, with like predictions or anything. The only thing that kind of mattered was one thing. Yes. So we'll get into it. Like, actually, do you want to well, start say, at just the say, intro? Let, yeah, let's just start say it at now, the intro. We have let's to start, start. At the intro. Yeah, let's just start. Okay, so. We watch the we get a new intro, which is always very exciting because yes. like they it's like basically the same thing. Like you're on the beach, you're walking around, you're laughing with your friends. Not me, I'm not there. I wasn't invited, but like you know, maybe cre- if you're in a ladies group, you can. Yeah, be the, the creep creeps laughing. are like walking around the beach, and like everyone's mm-hmm. like hands over shoulder. And when I tell you, I screamed. You did, yeah. When. Andy fucking McPhee showed up on my television screen. She um, screamed and then I looked over at her and like literal like her eyes were welling up. Oh, like, was she I was, crying? You weren't Probably. like there weren't like tears streaming, but you were yeah. like so happy that definitely your eyes were like wet. Is what I would say. Yeah. Um, I I mean, like, I can I could probably confirm that. So, like, I know that at some point Andy is coming back. When we, like, recorded episode 22, I was like, she's gone. Like, gone yeah. forever, never forgotten. So, like, that's, like, that's the only thing. She's coming back. I'm really happy that they're considered, like, main characters now. They weren't last season. Yeah. Yes. They were, like, Starring, recurring or recurring. something. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously, Kerr Smith, Jack, and then Meredith Monroe, Andy. Aren't you so proud that I actually know their names for once? I'm very, especially, I feel like Jack, we've never really said his name too much. Well, so. actually, yeah. But, like, our friend Temi, like, you know, sent us like people like are referring to Jack as Kerr Smith now. Yeah. 
Like, which uh, honestly, me, Curse yeah. is like a pretty freaking cool name Cur- to be honest. Cur- Never heard of it before. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Temi told us that um, in the intro, and I haven't spotted this yet. Katie like hits James. K- Katie Holmes hits uh, James Vanderbeek's face with her hair during the this theme. <laughs> we need to rewatch. That I know. I, I know. It. Actually, I don't That's know. Amazing. Maybe I should. So I'm gonna have to look out for that. Which is yeah. like Temi said that like literally, whenever he sees that happen, he like falls over. Which is yeah, so funny. that's amazing. So we have um, to talk through the new the new like opening credits because people yeah. have new looks. New um, looks. Yeah. So we have. Well, yeah. So, sorry, are we ready to get into it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we kind of have like the the. the the core four is, I guess, what I would call them, right? Which is, yeah. Which they do this, like, so masterfully, because at first it's only the f- core four. Yes. And I'm like, I was oh, watching. Like, I when I yeah. tell you that I was, like, my Freaking little Hawkeyes heart. over there. Yeah, I was, like, watching. <laughs> I was like, is are they going to show other Creed creeps? Will yeah. they do it? And it's like, uh, like, I was watching. And at first it was just, like, the four of them. And I was like... <laughs> Shut! Don't yeah. do this to me. <laughs> what if they had had like the ghost of Abby, like flash in the background, <laughs> not like not like a shadowy figure in the background. Yes. Um. So we we open on like the core four. We have Joey in like in red, girl yeah. working it. You know, I yeah. love Joey in red. Her ha- again. I feel like the main thing with Joey is that from season to season, she is the most consistent with yeah. her, like, hair and outfits. Yeah, yeah. Katie Holmes will never change her hairstyle. She and, has, like, like, layers now. That's true. the only thing I'll say. Is she? I don't feel like she didn't have layers before. True. Um, and then, but, I mean, so Katie, we can't really rate her, though. Like, if we were going to oh, rank, like, looks for the seasons, yeah. like, Katie Holmes is literally the same. It's a study. But, like, Katie Holmes' hair is the same now. So, uh, like, I don't even. But I'm Katie Holmes had that cute short hairstyle for a while. And I mm. thought she looked beautiful in it. I loved it. Well, hopefully we won't see that on Dawson's Creek. No. Um, and then Dawson. He changes his hair, like, the most from season to season. Because season one, we had that, like. Oh, well, besides Jen. Okay. Season one, we had, the, for the boys, I guess. Uh, season one, we had that, like, Brad Pitt-esque, shaggy kind mm-hmm. of classic 90s hairdo. Yeah. Um, And then season two, it was like that, but, like, a little bit shorter, a little bit cleaner. And now we have full-on 90s, like, long on the top, shorter on the sides, mm-hmm. kind of, like, mushroom cut-ish. Mm, yeah, and I feel like the blonde is different. Like, they It's, did like, brighter something. blonde, right? Yeah, they did something to the blonde. I don't know if they gave him highlights or, like, it's toned differently, but the, the blonde is different. Yeah, and then we have, then we have Pacey. I feel like he doesn't, really look any different besides his hair is like full brown versus like that weird ruddy oh. reddish brown oh, yeah. it was yeah they took out the red thank, thank goodness. god um and then of course miss queen herself queen hair shit jen just changes her hair every season so mm-hmm. she's gone from that short hair now her hair is like a little bit longer it's still like like short ish like it's like a medium style um it seems to have like at least a little bit of um 
like layers in there somewhere. It's very like wavy, curly, and then it's she has these bangs. Textured. It's yes. so textured. Yeah. Like this is, I guess, the main difference from season one to season three is that yeah. like very textured and like wavy and I I'm and beachy. Yeah. Like I'm trying to figure out if like maybe this is my favorite gen hair thus far. I think for me it is. If I had yeah. to rank the gen hair, I would go three one two. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it, especially in some shots where like there's the sh- the shot where it says like Michelle Williams and she's smiling and yeah. like her hair just like looks like effortless and beautiful yes yeah it, it's very beachy and i feel like it fits the location of where they yeah. are you know yes um and then we have obviously jack whose hair like he's stuck with the hairstyle that he acquired midway yeah. through season two where he has like the little bit of like gel in the front i think mm-hmm. he looks great um mm-hmm. not much of a difference but no. like i would say like this season he has a better look than sees the, the last season just because it took like half the season for it to look good, you know. Right. Right. Also, love how they just like place him at the end of a dock, like looking somber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, please don't do this to Jack again. Yeah. Like he's had a tough season. Yeah. And then, and then, guess who shows up <laughs> with blonde hair? May I add? Yes, with blonde hair, and it's different. Like she yeah. has definitely a different hairstyle, which than I she don't did like. Last season. No, I would say like. Well, how would you rank it? Okay, if you had to rank beginning Andy hair, brown hair Andy, and new hair Andy based on the intro, how are you ranking that? Ooh, that's so hard. Um, Okay, obviously number one is like a OG OG. Andy. I agree. Number two might be brown hair Andy. Because you really, you must really hate this new look I really don't. I have to see it in... In motion. I think the bangs is what kills me. I just think the yeah. bangs are really bad. So we'll we'll see. We'll talk about Andy when she actually arrives to the show and kind of her new style. And then yeah. one other one, because we kind of skipped over Dawson. How would you rank the Dawson hairstyles? So, like, strangely enough, I feel like Dawson became hot over the summer. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> he had a glow up. He had a glow up. So I'm going to say, like, Season three, season two, season one. Season three, two, and one. I think I agree with that ranking. Yeah, I, I think might we're going do. In an I might do projection. two, three, one, but like mm-hmm. for sure, one is last. That's what I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm very excited. Um, there is, yeah, like this shot of like all six of them together at the mm-hmm. very end of the credits, um, is very exciting. Except like. Once again, Andy is like doing this like really eggy like knees on like hands on knees like ooh pose. I don't know how to describe it, <laughs> but where ooh. like yeah like when she when it says like created by Kevin Williamson and like she like I don't even know how to describe it, Jess. Like I'm gonna have to send this picture to you. Like. Why yeah. is she acting like the only word to describe it is eggy, which is just going to piss you off. But no one only- knows what that means, Sarah. Literally, like, no one knows. Just you have to tell it for the new people, for the new Scooby. listeners. What is. Um, oh, OK, gosh. like she's acting like a little awkward and like a li- it's like. I don't know, like, ooh, like, you know, like, the little face. <laughs> like, cringy. Cringy. Like, you know the face that, like, the little emoji with the teeth sticking out? Like, 
like you know what I mean? Err the teeth oh the oh oh you teeth. mean they're cringy teeth yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. of course that's yeah that's but like it's a little I, I i can't it's like indescribable do you okay. see the picture um let me see hold on i'm looking um like why is she acting like so like oh, yeah like, ooh. yeah she looks awkward and of course they put her in like overalls and sketchers so yeah. to me Compared with the rest of the group here, yeah. she looks like they're dressing her like she's like 12 yeah, kids versus bop. everybody else who's wearing like much more adult looking outfits. Like yeah. she looks very, very young and the bangs yeah. ruin it. I think I might agree with you that I like the brown hair better than yeah. this hairstyle. But we'll, yeah. we'll wait till we see her and, to really. And I, of course, like we can't like go without it being said that Anawanawe is back, of <gasps> course. Yes. If you didn't listen to our special podcast, uh, our special announcement, emergency podcast, I don't want to wait us back. And I freaking, when I tell you I jammed out to it when I rewatched this episode, I freaking jammed out to it. Do you want to hear a secret? Oh, no. I miss the other song. I knew you were going to say that. See, I'm so mad right now. I knew you were going to say that. Listen, I you just don't it. understand what it was like to hear I don't want to wait back in the day. It feels like it, like... She, like she, Paula Cole, like out of nowhere, screams, "I don't want to wait." It's like I'm, like I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> like she doesn't want to wait, Sarah. She's, she's not waiting for you. At you like there's she's no, not waiting like, for you to be ready for the screen. It she's feels just gonna say like it. it's very intense, and like <laughs> they don't like build it up. It's just like you like the credits start, and they're like, "I don't want to wait. wait." And I'm like, "Okay, okay, no, I no, no, it. that's like, not I know true. You don't that's not wait. true because like, it opens with the." I'm pretty sure it opens with the like do 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 do, and then it goes into the I don't want to wait. I know, but like who like starts a song? Like no other song is like let's have an intro like orchestral thing, and there's no build up. They're just like I don't want to wait. I'm like okay, okay, like I get it. Like calm down. For you to be ready for it, she's going straight in. I need a little bit of a wait. Like, I need to wait. I'm not ready when you do this to me. And I just, like, what, like, my, where, like, how can my head be in the clouds anymore? Ugh. Listen, my, we need, my we feet need are not opinions. on the ground anymore. We need the opinions of the noodles. Oh, noodles? just shut up. Like, you know, like, they're all going to be like, exactly, I don't want to wait. Which is why I'm asking them, because I know the answer. I'm just saying. It's, it Isn't continue. that a thing? Like they say, you don't ever, don't ever ask a question you don't already know the answer to, or something like that. Anyway, I didn't ask the question; you did. No, I did exactly. Um. Anyway, now the speaking of not wanting to wait, the listeners probably don't want to wait any longer for us to I actually. Wait. Yeah, like maybe just like I don't know, like skip to like put a timestamp, being like, if you don't want to hear us blabber, go to twenty minutes. I don't know. They should want to listen to. We're we're talking about relevant things to begin okay. with. But anyway, well, I don't want to wait. Let's get like into a virgin. season. Let's get into season three, episode one, like a virgin. We start off in an interesting place, not not anywhere we've seen before. We're on a bus. Um, yeah. Dawson is listening to music on his disc man. Love mm, this. Yes, um, he's asleep. And when he like wakes up, he sees a woman. So like apparently she must have gotten there when he was sleeping, which is a little weird. Oh, like maybe they stopped the bus and she like got on while he was sleeping. Must have been. Yeah. Um. She calls him out for drooling. She calls him mm-hmm. a heavy breather. Yeah. Uh. He was watching risky. This doesn't make sense to me because she asks him like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And he's like, "Oh, risky business." It's like, how were you watching? Oh no, a I don't movie? think it was a disc man. I think it was a portable DVD player. But he had music blaring. 
Um, is it music from the movie? Maybe. Maybe. It I doesn't think, matter. It was just okay. weird. Well, yeah. So, yes, they start talking movies, and he's, like, trying to impress her, and she gets mm-hmm. impressed. And they shake hands, and um, this mystery girl, re- like, reveals her, like, family secret. Um <laughs> That, you know, you never you have to keep shaking hands until the other guy releases first, because it imparts a subtle yet powerful, um, like, I don't know, it it, like it's like subtle power. Yeah, you have the power. You have the power. I don't really believe in this nonsense. I've always heard like give a firm handshake. But to be honest, I feel like handshakes are being done away with anyway, because it's like we none of us want to spread germs to each other. We could just we could do away with the handshake. We could do away with the fist bump. Like, uh, let's just do it with all of it. It's kind of a weird concept. Like, how did handshakes start? Yeah. I don't understand why we need to touch each other's hands. Like, hands are, like, one of the grossest parts of someone's body. Well, I just want to know, like, who started it. Like, does if anybody knows the history of a handshake, like, please let me know. Because I want to just be educated. Like, we are just, like, such new beings in this universe, you know? Like, so much stuff was invented before we even existed. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I want to know everything. Okay. Well, so what are you going to tell me about your new girlfriend, Jess? Oh, my God. Yeah. So this yeah. is awkward. She or also your is girlfriend. like, oh, I run, I run a few yeah. degrees hot. Oh, by oh, the way, yeah, so this, is, this is Brittany Daniel. Um, Who is this? I mean, I don't know. I've seen her in stuff. She always seems to play, in my opinion, she always seems to play like a similar type of character. Like she, I think for me, most notably, she was in Joe Dirt. Um, But she always plays Mm. a very similar character. And like, of course, Dawson's like fawning all over her. And then it's like, that's it. Then we don't really continue with them. And we don't really know what happens until later. Um. And then we see Joey down at the docks. Um, she's filling up a boat with gas. Obviously, she works there. Um, some bro was supposed to be there at eight, but he's late. And she, this is like we find out that this is her first day of classes. So Dawson was on a bus coming back from D.C. He spent the summer there. And Joey has spent her summer basically working at this job um, pumping gas for boats. This is um, a crazy new job. Like I was yeah. not going to, I was not expecting her to be like a boat gas station attendant. I mean, she doesn't have a ton of options, right? Like the restaurant has burnt down. Her dad's in jail. She needs to work. So mm-hmm. I guess this is just what yeah. was available. I mean, the hustle is crazy, too, because she has to work before school and then she has to work after school. And I just feel like yeah. it's a lot for one it's, person. It's always been too much for Joey. And now it's even worse. Um. So and obviously this guy is a jerk. We'll get into him more a little bit later. Um. And then we are at um, Graham's house and we see this whole morning routine. This mm-hmm. was so cute. It was. Jen and Jack have their like whole routine down. Like it's like they have the two cups of coffee and like Jack is pouring two different types of milk into both of them at the same time. Like they have this shit down. Mm-hmm. I really liked this. I thought it was adorable. Graham's calls them like, how long have you been um, married? Like I thought that was just yes. so cute. Um, then we see Pacey is at Dawson's house and Dawson's telling him about like this girl and he's like, it felt like a dream. And I felt like it was a dream too, to be honest with you. It felt like very like, 
you know, is this reality or mm-hmm. is this like a dream? But apparently it's a real thing. His perfect girl gone because as soon as he woke up, she was gone again. I don't know. Like, I don't even know. She at least switched so to the back strange. of the bus. That's what I don't understand. Like yeah. how, because especially with ha- what happens later, how is it that she's not on the bus when he wakes up? Oh, um, she like switched the seat. Like she was like, she okay. was like, this guy sucks. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, he fell asleep again. He's like, this guy's definitely narcoleptic. I can't stick around. <laughs> gotta, um. gotta harass other people in this bus. <laughs> So then we get an update on the Dawson Joey situation. Pacey asks about Joey and apparently we find out that they haven't even spoke or seen each other all summer. Crazy. Dawson was in D.C. Joey was working Philly. In, at the creek. Oh, what did I say? I said D.C. Yeah, no, Philly. Sorry, Philly. Yes. Um, and so they haven't seen each other all summer. And Dawson says it's over. You know, like, I'm done. I've been through enough the last year. I, I, it was so miserable. I'm not about it. And Pacey correctly predicts that the minute that Joey speaks to him, he's in love with her all over again. Like, that's all it's going to take. He'll quickly move on and forgive her. Um, and I love that Pacey's like, well, what happens if she apologizes? Um, he's, she's going to lock eyes with Dawson. Um, Big brown, beautiful eyes. Yes. And Dawson's like, I'd still say it's over. And we're all like, sure, bro. Mm, sure. sure, bro. Sure. Uh, my favorite part of this scene is that apparently Mitch is not just a teacher. <laughs> he's also the football coach and he's going to the football conference. Like, since when? How? Like, I don't see Mitch as no. being a football guy. Like, ever. So this was, like, insane. And apparently they mm-hmm. said that he was a substitute teacher, which I don't think so. I You think thought that, he was, like, the English teacher I think that he season. was the English teacher, but apparently he was a substitute. Now he's a football coach, and they're, they're going to win the season. Roll Tide. Yes, uh, the Minutemen. And we find out that, like, because I okay, didn't realize hold on. this. What? I feel like the Minutemen is the worst name for a football team, you don't want to be Minutemen men. men. Minute At least men, men. ten minute men. Like, come on now. A minute is very quick. Very quick. No one wants to be that quick. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So Mitch is like, oh yeah, like his pasties like says that where's like the rules and regulations because at my house, all there are, are rules and regulations. Yes. Yeah, and Mitch is like, keep Pacey out of the house. Well, boom, I mean, Pacey has nowhere else to go. So No, and I really liked this scene because I liked seeing, like, I get the impression that Pacey, I don't know. Like, I'd like to know what Pacey was doing all summer because Andy's been gone. Oh. And he obviously wasn't hanging out with Dawson. So, like, right, what was he, he was, doing? Hmm. You know? Like, he's the one that I feel like we know the least about how he spent his summer. at the video store. Does he still have a job there? Who knows? Who knows? Nellie would fire him. Um, so we're now at the school assembly, and um, these cheerleaders come up. So these are, like, new characters we've never met before. Belinda is, like, the head of the, the squad there. And they ask Jen if she's hosted gangbangs. And Jen says, oh, I'm going to show my sympathy because obviously the lipo didn't take, which is like a sick burn, but also very mean. Um, And we find out this is like the junior assembly. Mm -hmm. Dawson really doesn't want to see Joey. He's hoping to like, you know, avoid her at all costs. And we have a new principal. 
Um, yes. So this is he's a new character. Yeah, yes. Principal Green uh, is the new principal. That lady principal that didn't believe Pacey when uh, he said that people were getting harassed by Mr. Yes. Peterson is gone, probably for the best. So he's there to give them a pet talk, and he's like, you know, I don't know. He's just like talking about like how like everybody at the school is like good and then mm-hmm. except for like the kid that's like talking in the fifth row and then um meanwhile joey comes in and they see and it's very dramatic um and he calls out pacey pacey stands and he does his like pacey thing where he's like class clown but everyone yes. thinks he's like very funny because he's so like charismatic mm-hmm. and mr green principal green is like thank you for being the first student at cape side who behaves like one um you know act all you should all act like kids you know reclaim your loof your youth live <laughs> laugh Screw up. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say live, laugh, live, love. love. For a I, yeah. Like, who knew the principal was a basic white bitch? <laughs> I mean, he said live, laugh, and screw up. That's, you know, that's almost part of the, one word away. Yeah, almost. Oh uh, you know, like Pacey, like, you know, does his little bow. But then he gets Saturday detention. Yeah, the, basically the principal was like, seems like a secret hard ass. It's kind of tough mm-hmm. to tell. Because like Saturday detention for talking during assembly. Yeah. Well, he has to. Yeah, he has to like make himself known as like a serious person so he's using pacey like he's like as an example an example yeah yeah um and by the way this the actor who plays principal green is oba baba tundi i think i apologize if i'm not pronouncing that correctly he has like a ton of shit on his resume like oh what's, my goodness what's the most recent like uh, what's- the most recent he has like a million things coming up in 2021 mm. um but he's like a huge guy on swat i guess the television show um mm. huge on bold and the beautiful um he's been on a lot of television shows um but I recognized him for sure. Like, I've definitely seen him in, in various things. I feel like he has a lot of, like, guest star roles on stuff. Um, but, yeah, so Principal Green is now here. Um, and we now see they're, like, it's, like, club signups or something. Club signups look like the most fun day ever. But I, I don't, know. I've never done that. And I don't think it exists. Like It didn't exist in my school. Yeah. Like, we saw that also. Like, Jessica and I have been, like, watching Greek um and they have club sign up tell anybody sorry x man on the greek gay <laughs> but um they had clubs i want to do club sign up me too me- i feel like i would have been more likely to do a club sign like a cl- sign up yeah. for a club if there had been things like this yeah yeah and like my um the college that i graduated from they just had club sign ups and i'm so just they had cane day and they had free italian ice well that's amazing i know so yeah club sign ups um Belinda is, you know what? Like Belinda's not even fun. Like Abby was fun, and they're both kind of mean girls. No. Like Belinda's, she's just mean. Like she doesn't. She's not like, like she's snarky. Not manipulative she's not, or snarky. Yeah. yeah. So she's like bullying a girl once again about eating. It's the nineties. Like nobody can just be themselves. We're not about bo- uh, body positivity yet. Yeah. But she's hosting signups for cheerleading. And Jen sees it and she's like, I don't know why anybody would want to be a cheerleader Um, or well, Jack doesn't know why. And Jen says there's only one way to find out. And she signs up for cheerleading tryouts. Yes. uh, Where Belinda um, 
makes fun of her, laughs at her like you don't have a chance. And um, Jen's like, come on, Belinda, haven't you ever wondered if I have what it takes to hold up those pom poms? Um, so she has tryouts at three o'clock. She has to be prompt. Um, you know, go Jen. Jenna try cheerleading tryouts. I would never. No, me neither. But I appreciate that Jen is like ballsy enough to do something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have uh, Pacey and Dawson are entering. um, And of course, Dawson immediately sees Joey and he like, like just blink, just blankness on his face. He's like struck. He can't even move. He can't even talk. And he immediately turns to Pacey and he's like, you're right. I'm going to break. I'm going to crumble. Please get me out of here. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Just for $25, I have just the place that we can go to. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so um, so they leave. And, of course, Joey looks up and sees them walking away. Um, we, uh, yeah, so we're, we're now at the Potter residence after school, um, after work. And Joey is exhausted. She had to work in the morning, then go her first day of classes, and then work again. And now she says she is, this is the shell of her exhausted remains. Um, very so dramatic. I feel very bad for her. Me too. It's a lot. Um, yeah, because, yeah, Bessie is not working now because they can't afford yes. um, child um, care. Right, they can't and, get daycare. And where the yeah. F is fucking Bodie, nobody knows. He's Gone. still missing. Missing in action. Yeah. Actually, you know what? This should be what this season should be about is a missing persons case yes. on where Bodie is. Um, Honestly, I'm very disappointed. I'm still annoyed about it because that was yeah. something that I put in my wants for season three mm-hmm. is more Bodie. And it's not a good sign that we're not seeing him at all in, in the premiere. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, apparently they're waiting on insurance money to come through so that she can get a job and then they can afford child care. As someone who works in insurance, like, mm -hmm. it can take a while, especially if, like, it's under suspicious circumstances that the fire started. So, like, arson... That could slow things down. Also, like, usually you need to provide, like, a full inventory of, like, what was lost in the fire. And you need to know, like, we don't even know, like, are they planning on rebuilding? Are they planning on just taking the lump money that they get and putting it towards, you know, just keeping that money to live off of for a while until Bessie can find a new job? We don't really know what their plan is, but Mm -hmm. we know that, like, they're waiting on that money and they need to have income until they get it. Now, since it was arson, does that is that excluded? Is that like an amendment within their insurance that it really won't would be covered? Yeah, it would depend on their coverage, but usually something like that, as long as you you didn't set fire to your well, own it's debatable building, yeah. Like usually what would happen is like they can attempt to go after whoever set the fire, but if you're unable to like what it's called subrogation when you get money from somebody else to pay for it. Um, but like they probably aren't able to do that. So most likely yeah. the insurance company would just pay. Yeah. But then the worst thing about it is that they're going to have a hell of a time getting insurance for their next place. Oh, 1 million percent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. They're kind of fucked. To be yeah. They're, they're in trouble regardless. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. but Bessie's been like cooped up all summer. So she wants to know everything from Joey. Um, not just about school, but like really about Dawson and Joey yes. lies. She does not tell one truth in this yeah. entire thing. I don't know why she does this because it's weird. Like, I feel like Joey and Bessie aren't like the closest, you know, siblings ever, but 
she's never really done this before where she's flat out lied to her. We've seen her confide in Bessie a bunch. I I feel like maybe she just wants Bessie to feel like everything is okay and that's why she lies. Yeah, but it's, you know, she's not helping herself. Like, she really is, um, loves getting advice from Bessie. She trusts Bessie. So I don't think it behooves her to lie about this type of stuff. No. But she does. Um, And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Bessie says, like, oh, you're made for each other. Like, you know, because basically Joey's like, oh, we looked at each other. We talked it all out. Everything's fine. And Bessie's like, oh, you're made for each other. Don't worry. Um, And then the place that Pacey brings Dawson is a strip club. Don't you have to be 18 to get into a strip club? Um, yeah, but like, like think- I, nobody cards in this cave side. It's ridiculous. I know. It's just like, how did you get here? What is going on? Um, Pacey orders a few beers and says Dawson will take a milk. Um, and yeah, this is like, Pacey says he's discovered the purpose of Dawson's junior year. And it's that, you know, finally Dawson is going to have sex. Oh, I think that's a great purpose. I like, come on. <laughs> like, let's purpose. get a move on. Let's go. About time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to be a um like a big talking point of the season until it actually happens. Like that was in your predictions that it's going to happen. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. And you said it's gonna happen with Joey specifically. Oh, 110%. So um, and then we see the waitress drop off the drinks. She gives Pacey two root beers. Um, to me, very obvious that it was Eve. I don't give a shit if she's wearing a brown wig. First of all, why is she wearing a brown wig? Uh, to be on the DL and like to be like a, fa- a male fantasy. I don't what know. What is she doing in Cape Side? Um, I don't think this is Cape Side. I think this is like an adjacent town. Oh, okay. So maybe she did get off the bus at a different yeah. stop. I think that she got off the bus at like the stop, like one or two spots, like ahead. I think this Yum. is like an adjoining town, like thirty minutes away. Got it. Um, there is no strip clubs in Cape Side, like no. not at all. Fair, fair. Um, and she's like, "Oh, you don't remember?" And she has this voice too. It's like, the voice. Like maybe, like the thing is, is that like I don't think like out of context you would realize it's Eve. But, like, for me personally, like, but then again, I'm the type of person, like, um, that, like, remember that, like, question, like, if you see yourself on the street, do you think you would recognize yourself? And I said, out of context, I don't think I would recognize myself. (laughs) Yes. Like, I think it's the same thing. Like, out of context, you wouldn't recognize Eve. Maybe, but the minute she starts talking, you would. Because Because her her voice is very, like, like, um ethereal like i don't know how else yeah like very like wispy very airy like yeah oh you don't recognize me do you dawson like it's very like i don't know i don't like it um and she puts her hand on his face her hand is hot and uh she takes off her wig and we're all like the fuck is she doing here (laughs) (laughs) who what do you what do you want what are you doing so uh day two um, after school, and they have successfully avoided Joey once again. Mm-hmm. And Pacey's disappointed that Dawson didn't hook up with Bus Girl, even though he gave her, well, he gave her her number. So, like, he, Dawson's like, I did it. Like, you know, like, yeah. that's as much as I can do right now. Uh, probably, 
probably never hear from her again. Right. But insanity. She's literally in the house. This is okay. Creepy. Like we'll we'll get into all of this. First of all, this is very creepy. Like they don't apparently they don't lock up their houses in, in Cape Side because it's, it's such a small town. town. Whatever. And she's like, oh, it was. I run hot. I run so hot, which is why I can't wear any clothes, and I had to come in your house because I was just, oh, I was just parched. Uh, no, no. It's so no. much. It's so overdone. Yeah. Why does she run so hot? Because that's the excuse they need for her to never be wearing, like, any clothes besides bikinis. And Mm. because she's so sexy that, of course, she runs hot. It's just, like, so over the top. And it's, to me, it's so far-fetched to think that a woman who, if she's working there, if she's working at this strip club, she's at least 21. At least. Right. And so a 21-year-old has an interest in a 16-year-old, not even just any 16-year-old, but Dawson Leary. <laughs> it's fucking I don't know. far-fetched. I mean, he is hot this season. Is so he that hot, though? Is he that well, hot? I don't know. And, and in reality, he doesn't look like a 16-year-old. Like, he looks Fair. like he's 21. I don't know. But he's she a big knows boy. that they're underage because she doesn't yeah. serve PC beer. Well, her, her, her friend did. Her friend did not. She probably would have. But, yeah. So she's, she's inside and... <laughs> She, um, you know, it's he, she, like, she's probably a murderer, but, um, <laughs> and, you know, Pacey sidebars Dawson and he's like, you know, like, this is probably when I'm supposed to leave, but like, I need to watch what happens right now. But he's like, you know, um, you know, taking control of the situation, mm-hmm. like, you know, be a man. Why don't you take your daddy's boat out for a spin? Um, and, you know, he says, given the circumstances, I think Mitch will understand that you have to take out his boat. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, so now we're at school, um, and we're at this, uh, these cheerleading tryouts. Yes. So this poor girl, Stacy, she's doing, like, a cheer routine for, like, she's like, we don't want to wait for this game to be over. This is <laughs> insane to me that, like, this is it. so, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, fourth wall here yeah they're breaking it yeah 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 it's like so crazy and like the fact that like that was okay to like go forward when like Polly Cole's song wasn't for so long yeah it's like very interesting to me but Belinda's like no like you know you're a skip like you know get a minute and catch a clue this is your third year trying out for the minute girls and, you know, you're, you're not the look. Your hairstyle is outdated. And the only reason why we let you get this far is because we want to see what lame song you'll pick to cheer to, which is like, I feel like another like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Thing. So mean. Belinda sucks. And like we said, she doesn't even she's not even fun mean like Abby is. She's yeah. just mean, mean. Um, so Jen is up and it obviously looks like she's like not taking this seriously whatsoever because she's in like jeans and a tank top, which is not something you'd wear to cheerleading tryouts. Um, I love this speech by this, Jen. This uh, monologue. This is like something that you audition for like yes. plays with. Yes. I started um, writing it and I got like halfway through and I was like, oh my I God, I can't I even it. finish. Yeah. yeah I knew you, you would get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. 
When you see Belinda and her clique in the hallway, you're desperately wishing that you were walking with them, aren't you? And thinking that maybe if you just wear the right shoes, or maybe if you sport the right hairstyle, or maybe even if you're using the hottest sheet of lip gloss, then maybe they would toss a glance in your direction. Ever wonder why they force their narrow-minded opinions down our throats? Perhaps it's because they'll have an inkling of what the future has in store for them beyond graduation. Cut to 25 years from now, Belinda McGovern wakes up one morning feeling empty. Maybe it's because her Dartmouth-educated lawyer husband, Tad, which is a terrible name, by the way, has run off to Tijuana with her daughter's roommate from boarding school. Or maybe it's because the twins, Timmy and Tommy, which are terrible names for twins, by the way. <laughs> I had, when I was a kid, that's what I wanted. I wanted twin Timmy kids named Timmy and Tommy. I don't that's want that anymore. As a kid, I wanted that. Yeah, call, <laughs> call her by her first name and their live-in housekeeper mom. Or maybe it's Belinda's daily 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and 9.15 showdown with her bottle of Prozac. Her life has become a domestic wasteland. Avoid this fate. Don't let people become another cookie-cutter blonde, size four, rah-rah, sis, bamboom, mindless, soulless, spineless wench. Screw these auditions, screw cheerleading, and screw Belinda McGovern. Yes. Yes. Uh, and everyone stands and claps, and even some of the cheerleaders are mm-hmm. clapping. And Jack is impressed because he's yeah, there Jack's watching. loving Good it. Good friend, Jack, there to support Jen. Yes. Uh, we love to see it. Yes. So this is this is definitely like a, like a rebel, and I, I do feel like Abby would be proud of her for this moment oh a million percent Abby would hate Belinda yeah and I think that like this also like reflects like Abby and Jen's biggest fear was Mm -hmm. becoming like going into this domestic wasteland and just being a basic bitch right and do you think because we had Nellie right and then Nellie kind of disappeared then we had Abby and now Abby is gone is Belinda the replacement for those characters I sure hope not do you think that she's going to be in the show consistently moving I sh- forward. I honestly, I don't think that, like, Belinda has the complexity that an Abby Morgan has. Abby Morgan had layers. She was... She's an d- onion. Deranged, but in the best <laughs> way. Nellie was a little bit more empty, but she, like, once again, like, I feel like she, like, I don't know, from the very few spots that we got to see her in, I felt like... She was like daddy's girl, like yeah. was of money, like just like kind of felt like very amberish from Clueless. And like I don't like Belinda just seems very like one layered um, and one dimensional. And yeah. I, of course, like this is our first introduction. We can see so many different sides of Belinda going forward. But I kind of but like even- my mean girl villains. Yes. As like more complex characters yeah and even in abby's first showing she had way more to her i think yeah like, we loved yeah. abby like pretty much immediately immediately yeah and so. i liked i liked nelly immediately i yes. was like oh who is this girl you were very um, upset when nelly was yeah was kaput so so um i i it's like if this is if belinda's our girl okay but then i need to see more from belinda besides like Ripping girls to shreds for being larger than a size six because yes. I I'm not about that life. No, no. Um. So yeah. So good for Jen. Very exciting stuff to see from her. Raging against the machine as always. We love to see it. 
Um, yes. We're back at the docks. We see Joey is like in a, a little room, like changing for work. And this fucking jerk off walks oh in God. on her. He's so rotten. He's he is. He wants bag. a Coke. And she's like, you're just fucking like thirsty. And you knew I was here. He, she's like, no, you're thirsty. You were thirsty when I was changing. That's yeah. not a coincidence. Do you want to hear my cursed prediction? Yes. This is Joey's new love interest. Oh, Okay. It's cursed. I don't even know how old he is. We don't know. Like, I, don't I assume know. he doesn't like College go to school. Age? I don't yeah, know. I assume so. I assume he's that I age. I just feel like I'm getting those vibes. Like, oh, this is like the douchey guy, but like, you know, there's like, secretly more to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, 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 I don't know. Okay, so we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. So he's like, next time I'll knock, and Joey's like. I'll lock the door next time. Also, way so much ad placement for Coke and Seven Up here. He's like, oh, maybe I want Seven Up. (laughs) Yeah, Joey. Like, I mean, like you're at the docks. There's like plenty of like the old sailor guys. Like, yeah, you should lock the door. Yeah, that's your fault. It's not your fault, but it's your fault. (laughs) Um, Um, now we're uh, we're on the like, yeah, we're on the boat. On the boat. We're on the boat. And Dawson is driving, and Eve is just staring at him. Like, yeah. this is so She's, weird. Yeah. Um, I'm not a boatmatician, but, like, Eve is at, like, the front of the boat, like, lounging and yes. like just watching Dawson like drive Bikini the boat. top and shorts. Yeah. And just, she's like, yeah. yeah, she's like, why don't you take off your shirt? And he's saying that he's, like, nervous because he's not experienced. She says um, she's nervous. She's nervous. Bull fucking shit, Eve. Yeah. yeah. Anything that is worth anything is scary or dangerous. Without fear, there would be no accomplishments. With no testing of our limitations, there would be no fun. Um, this is some BS. This is yeah, some straight wanted, BS. Going back to I just want to be safe. Yeah, no, Eve, this is the thing that bothers me about Eve as a character from what we've seen of her. I mean, obviously, we've only seen one episode. You know, we don't know if she's going to be in more. But, like, she is a caricature. Like, this is a fantasy. Like, she's not a real person. A real person doesn't act like this. And I feel like that's what's most annoying for me is this is so unbelievable and so far-fetched and not in like the full moon type of episode way where it's like silly and like maybe it could happen. This is just full-on farce. And so like it's too much for me Um, especially when she's just like he's like where did you come from she's like I'm a fantasy I can feel your heart beating and she tells him to like slow down the boat and then she says you're a virgin aren't you Dawson yeah what um um yeah no she is a like a temptress I guess but uh so yeah she she like goes up to him and she's like I can feel your heart beating and she wants to kiss him and he's like oh but I can't see and then she wants to go down on him yeah like he asks like oh what's before a virgin and she's like everything but that's what's before yeah so we see her like go down um she says her name is Eve Dawson of all the things to say when you find out her name is Eve he says that's a biblical name 
Bitch, now is not the time to be talking about the Bible. <laughs> um, I just like can't believe like you're going on a boat with somebody and you don't even know her name. Yeah, he's seen her now three times. Doesn't know her name. Oh, that's insanity. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You're yeah. like, you're not invited on my daddy's boat unless I know your name. Yeah. And you totally um, called this happening. You're like, they're going to crash. And of course they do right into the docks. Yeah. Um, and of course it's at Joey's, the gas station. That Joey <laughs> right there. And Eve's like, crashes are so intense. Yeah, she's like laughing. Yeah. Joey's pissed off because she sees him with a new girl. And, you know. Yeah, sassy saying of, uh, you know this moron? I thought I did. I thought I did. Um, and Eve seems pretty happy with herself. And then uh, next scene, the boss dude has his like little calculator out. And he's yes. counting how much um, Dawson needs to like fix the bow. And apparently it's going to be $3,000. Um, Dawson feels like he should have gone down with the ship. Um, yeah. And he like Eve's like sitting on the dock, like swinging her legs, like in a pretty good mood. And Dawson's like goes to her and he's like, my life stinks. I'm doomed. But she's like, you know, it, like it could have been worse. Like no one got hurt. Like you'll always remember this day. And she's like, everybody wants life to go smoothly. But the truth is, it's the mistakes that keep things interesting. I don't once again, I don't accept this energy into my life. No, it's um, pure chaos and Dawson is obviously not used to this so he's upset and Eve takes it as like an affront to her yes. and she's like I didn't make you do anything well she, gotta, he said like you made me crash my father's bow and which, I like disagree with that I think that like 50-50 fault there I yeah, think it's like equal fault. parts yeah yeah I mean like okay like even if she's about to go down you can still Keep concentrate on the road just fucking stop the goddamn boat, you idiot. Stop. Yeah, anchor it. Yes. Um, and she's like, you've got to stop living from the neck up. And this is when Dawson's like, no, wait, don't go. Um, and he's just like, a man's character is his fate. This isn't me. Um, and she's like, this girl just wants to have fun. And this is what bothers me. It's like she's so just flat as a character to me like there's no dimension whatsoever it's very obvious to like what she's doing it's easy to me to like predict what she's going to do like there's nothing interesting about this character to me she's just pure temptress like you were saying I uh, yeah I mean you know she's interesting in the sense of like how far is she going to push Dawson before right. Dawson combusts? Um, yeah. And it's kind of like that's what's interesting to see, like, how Dawson will react to all this and, like, how far is he willing to go with somebody that he doesn't have feelings for. I feel like I know Dawson really well. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much, like, Eve seduces him in the coming episodes. I feel as though Dawson is looking to lose his v card to somebody that he cares for like that's what's most yeah. important to dawson so it doesn't really matter now if you want to have a blowy that's fine but dawson's not gonna lose his virginity to this girl okay um so why don't we pause down here for an ad break from our sponsors and then we will be right back with the next scene in dawson's creek the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. 
To participate, simply fill up an Orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Uh, we are now at the school um, and we find out the unthinkable has happened. Yeah. Jen is like walking in like she just got attacked by zombies like in a daze, like all like disheveled. Yeah. People are looking at her. Girls are screaming at her direction. And Jack's like, wait, what happened to you? Like, what's wrong? Um, and she says, yeah, the unthinkable happened. She's like, what? You became popular? And she's like, Worse. It was a coup d'etat, a mutiny, a slave revolt. Belinda is out. I'm the head cheerleader. I've got the golden pom-poms. With the rhinestone studded handles. Yes. This is fucking stupid. Yes. First of all, rhinestone studded handles feel like they'd be very uncomfortable to hold. I mean, beautiful, spectacular, stunning. But yeah, when you hold them, like I'm a like I like I like a grip. You would have little rhinestone hole yeah. marks all over your hands. But I mean, they're the golden pom poms. Like I would die for the golden pom poms, and I don't even <laughs> want to be a cheerleader. I just want the golden pom poms. Yeah, let me have them. Yeah, so now she's head cheerleader, and Jack finds this hilarious. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. So I can't wait to see what ends up happening with the storyline as we move on, because I think, like, this is going to be interesting for Jen. And I'm already, we haven't really talked much about, like, the transition from Jen from season two to three. Already loving Jen so much more now that she has the friendship with Jack. She just seems like she's in better spirits, so um, I'm happy. She seems lighter. She had a good yes. summer. She got some sun. They hang, hung out at the beach. Like, they had a good old time. So, uh, she, yes. I, I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of potential here for some fun. Yes. Um, We're back at the Potter residence. And Joey finally admits to Bessie what actually happened. Um, And Bessie's like, oh, it's like a different Dawson came back from Philly. Um, and Joey, of course, is like down on herself. She's like, she's everything I'm not. She's wild and confident and blonde. And I love this moment. And Bessie's like, do you remember when another blonde was in the picture? Uh, but Joey's <laughs> like, yeah, look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't that long moment. ago. Yeah. And they were like folding laundry outside together. I don't know. I, I just like this moment between. Yeah. Joey I mean, and I really, Bessie. I mean, Bessie and Joey moments are always good. Yeah. Even if Joey, I mean, Bessie gives questionable advice sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Um, sometimes it's good. Yeah. Uh, so that Dawson is looking for a loose change around his house, which is actually the best job you can possibly have. Because, like, I feel like we all did that. Like, yeah. going into, like, your dad's pockets, like, looking for a dollar. Yeah. Like, couch cushions that, all yeah, above. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pacey thinks he's wasting his time. So far, they've only raised $43.78. Oh and even if Dawson sells his DVD player, they will still need around $2,000. 
that's a so that means of DVD so, player. Yeah, that means that like who got Dawson a like a nine hundred and fifty dollar DVD player? I mean, his parents obviously. Talk about rich. <gasps> Gail bought it as like a oh shit, I'm going away to Philly. I feel yeah. guilty. Here's yeah. a DVD player. Definitely rich kid problems. So mm-hmm. the doorbell rings. It's it's Eve. Of the girls, the girls at the club raised some money because they thought the story was really cute. And she's handing him an envelope of four hundred dollars. Yes, this like she she put up a collection at the club um, and everybody felt so bad for him. Never underestimate the kindness of strippers. Um, but Dawson won't accept it because he says it's your money and this is my problem. Uh, but of course, pretty she stupid. Feels, take the yeah, money. Take the money. She feels responsible. Um, and this is like this whole episode is like a play on risky business because we hear like risky business music. Pacey has an idea. He like puts on the sunglasses a la Risky Business and he wants to throw a party at the Leary household. Um, He wants to charge basically a cover um, to come into the house and there's going to be like strippers and all these. He's like guys will be throwing themselves. They're throwing the money at us to come in. $20 per head. It's money they have and breasts they lack. Teenage boys will come. They will definitely come. Yes. Um, Yeah. I love a house party. We do love, I do love, like, I feel like it's an iconic uh, teen show trope trope. is the house party. So we finally have a house party. House party. Uh, You never threw a house party. No, of course I didn't. Yeah. One time, one New Year's, my dad was in like a poker tournament and like my mom and sister went with him. And I stayed home on New Year's by myself. We had some people over. It wasn't like a huge house party. Yeah. I have to have a couple people over, but not not anything like this. That's a, yeah. So party time. There's cars and cars coming up. It's a real rager. Um, there's a cover charge of, I think, $20 yeah, to 20 get bucks. in. And the rule is you can't touch the ladies just like a, a you know, a strip club. Mm-hmm. And the party is like actually crazy so many people a ton of solo cups so i assume that there had to be alcohol of some sort insane to me we have to talk about it the fact that jen and jack are at this party and grams <laughs> doesn't say <laughs> shit to anybody about it doesn't call yeah. the cops oh yeah what grams, is going on is grams yeah. gone is she yeah, like grams is on another retreat she took a freaking uh a nyquil or whatever yeah and i didn't Z-quil. <laughs> yeah i didn't even or like jen and jack like drugged her like, <laughs> yeah, it's like go to sleep grams yeah. like we'll see you in the morning um yeah i didn't even realize that jen and jack were here until my second watch yeah because they're they're sneaky in the background yeah they're not really so the it's yeah. hilarious that they're they're there and you know yeah. dawson is doing the normal host of the house party thing where he's like nervous and he's like looking around and he's like so like worked up about this party is that he has to go take a lie down he's like i'm, I'm gonna go lay down um and this is wild to me that he would walk into the room and not fucking notice joey sitting in the chair that like or like the fact that like uh, like couples are not making out on, on the bed. The bed. Well, I assume it's that's all more boys. believable. It's all boys. So yeah. unless a stripper well, is willing to make out with one of them, which apparently well, no, you're not. You're not allowed to, to touch. The you're girls. not allowed to touch them. 
So he sees, he finally notices Joey and she's like, oh, I'm probably the last person you want to see. You're never the last person I want to see. Um, mm-hmm. And so she like, she sits down next to him and she apologizes. And this is big. Like it's been a few months. And she says, you know, I was wrong. Um, I, I lashed out at the person I love the most. And he says, and I don't, you know, I don't disagree with him. He's like, you should have written me, contacted me, called me, anything. Right. And she's like, I was ashamed. I figured I would ignore life for a while, but you can't do that forever. Um, I understand Joey, like, not reaching out for a while, but two months is a really long time to let this linger. Um, at least write him a letter or something, like, explaining mm. things. I feel like that's the best method, right? Because you can write out all your feelings and yeah. kind of explain the whole situation. Yeah. But and she would have forgiven her easily. Easily. I know. She's very stubborn. That's the thing. Like, she's very, very stubborn. So even if she, if she wanted to go and, like, reach out to him, like, her pride and her stubbornness wouldn't let her. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's that. And it's like for her, maybe it was just easier to just deal with it when he she saw him and like just yeah. like be able to speak with him. Um, but so she's curious about the girl and she's like, oh, like I just met her. I don't know her. Um, you know, she asked if he missed her. Of course he did. She missed him, too. Um so, like, things aren't the same anymore. It doesn't have to be the same. It's a new year. Things can be different. They can be better. And then she, like, goes to take off her shirt. And I'm like, uh, JoJo, like, what are you doing, girl? Yeah, like, it's. This is very uncharacteristically, jo- like, for Joey. It is. It it's feels. weird. And I, this is going to come out with a negative connotation, but it feels like desperate. Like she's grasping at mm. Oh, straws. Joey would hate being called desperate. I know, but you know oh, what I mean sh- by that. There's nothing that Joey would get pissed <laughs> off at more if you called her desperate. You know what I mean though? Because it feels like she's grasping at straws to hang on to Dawson. And yeah. she like, she saw him with Eve. She knows what was going on. It feels like she's like, this is what Dawson wants now. This is what I have to be. Right. And um, instead, Dawson is like, no, like, this isn't you. And she's like, I can be sexual, Dawson. It's like very Why weird. Why does Joey never say sexy? She always says Ugh, sexual. I can't stand it. It makes Are me you, so uncomfortable. Were you not allowed to say the word sexy? Because she always says sexual. <laughs> Am I sexual? It's like, sexual, no. Dawson? You would be sexy if you didn't say the word sexual. Yeah, say sexy. It's not okay. It's um, so and he, weird. He's like, we can't do this. Not now. Not like this. And he like hands her back her shirt. She's... Very like I mean you can imagine the embarrassment. If she you feels. reject me, I will burn your house on fire. And Joey, I feel like has a similar mentality. She tells him to go to hell. Um, yeah. and uh, she's like, "Why would I be hurt? I hope you're not delusional enough to think this was to get you back." Like she just snipes back at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's embarrassed. She's mortified. She doesn't want to be rejected. Mm-hmm. She feels as though like. Every single time she tries to make a move on a guy, they always reject her. I know. It's really, it's, it's really awful. She's like, and not for nothing, but to be standing there without your shirt on, you're like in the most vulnerable position you can be besides being completely naked. You know, like you're, you're already vulnerable emotionally, physically, and then to get rejected 
And I love her just like sniping at him because she's just like, it's not my fault you're a virgin. <laughs> Only those I don't know. Like, I mean, so Dawson's like, well, I mean, like, that's not necessarily true. Like, you and I both chose like what we would do and what we wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and you dumped me twice. Yeah. And she says, you know, what's what's so wrong with me? And he says, it's not you. It's us. I can't do this all again. You say it will be different. It won't be. And she's like, you don't know that. Yes, I do. Um, and he basically says, you know, if we have a year like last year, there are, won't be any love left between us. And she's like, is there love now? And he says, yes. And she's like, you love me. You just don't want me. And then she's like very upset and she leaves through the window. Also, why is the fucking ladder still up? Dawson. Hope. <laughs> they just want intruders. Let me leave all the doors unlocked. Window Unsaved. unlocked with a ladder. With, with a missing Bodie. And you're and he, doing all this. Yes, and he never learned his lesson about Abby crawling into his window. Like, he just, he just no, never learned his lesson. No, no. Lock let's, the doors. let's kick down the ladder again. Seriously. Yeah. So uh, the party is still raging on. Pacey calls everybody's attention, turns on the lights, which is a crime at a house party. Yeah. Um, gives props to Dawson for throwing this party the tally is up to $3,162. Why don't we open up this party to the public? Why? Uh, bad what? idea, Pacey. It's a horrible idea. Yeah. You know what? You want to hear something crazy? Yes. This is like secretly when I was hoping Andy would come back. Oh, you thought that she would come in once it was made public or like surprise yeah. Pacey or something? Yeah. 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 Didn't happen. Not this but episode, no. Eve Eve wants to drag Dawson out of the party. Um and you know, he he's like oh, oh like he, she's a surprise for him. Yeah. And, and he's very conflicted. Like he's like yeah. I shouldn't leave the house, but he's like mm -hmm. very attracted to Eve. So he wants yeah. to go. Yeah. So Dawson needs to get like a little pep talk from Pacey and like gives the deeds like, hey, like Joey was in my bedroom. She mm -hmm. wants me back. It's crazy. But like Eve's right there asking me to go like with her somewhere. Um, It's like the ultimate thing, like the ultimate decision. Madonna or the Jezebel? The the Jellico cats. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, so Dawson is still into Joey and he wanted her. That wasn't the question. But there's a bigger part of him that feels like now's not the right time for them to like give this another go. Yeah. They need more separation. And he asked Pacey to look out for Joey within the coming days because he knows that she'll be in like in a bad place. Yeah. And so Pacey like he doesn't want to, but he agrees to do it. Um, which basically is when Dawson feels like, OK, good enough. I can leave yeah. now and go with Eve. Yeah. OK, so you're going to push Joey into Pacey's arms. It literally. just feels it feels strange. Let me think about this. It feels, feels strange that like Pacey is the one he would approach about this, because even though he is not. Super friendly with Jack, to, to our oh, knowledge. Jack. You're right. You'd think that he would approach Jack about this because Jack is very close with Joey. Yes. They had a relationship. Like, they, he knows her very well. Pacey and her don't have a great history of getting along yeah. very well. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's, it's more of like, what do you pick? Do you pick the friend you're closer with or do you pick the person who's closer with Joey? And in my mind, you should pick the person who you're close, who's you closer should, with Joey. But he doesn't even Pacey, need to say all the details. I know. Pacey is... 
Dawson's closest confidant. Yeah. My best friend in the galaxy. Please look out for my ex-girlfriend who's in a bad spot, who is single and vulnerable now and needs a shoulder to cry on. Pacey, my single friend, please go take yeah. after. It's like, a, it's a setup. It's a setup. Please go into my ex-girlfriend, take care of her while she needs somebody the most. To vent her feelings to, so yeah. somebody that you can relate to each other. It's like, okay, Dawson, so then in one season, season four, episode one, you can call Pacey a fucking jerk off for having feelings with for Joey. Okay, like, you know, I'm going to just say, like, your fault, Dawson, you're the one that pushed them together in the future. Uh, theoretically I don't know I don't know but I'm just saying yeah no you're right though it's just it's one of those things where it's like I feel like Jack is the pick here um but he he just trusts Pacey to do the job so yeah um he feels like okay that's settled I'm gonna go find Eve Eve has a boat apparently it's her boss's boat boss's boat um Um, and the boss knows that they're doing this fundraiser and why they're doing this fundraiser so why lend your boat to these two a lot of poor decisions being made in this episode. Yeah, they're all um, idiots. And she, he says he was hoping to stay on dry land, but then Mitch is home and he Mitch. is pissed. Not he happy. yells for Dawson. And Eve still says, oh, you can just come on the boat and deal with it later. And Dawson mm-hmm. is like, no, I wreck, I crashed his boat, wrecked his house. I can't just leave. And Eve, she, Eve is the worst. She's just <laughs> like, there's nothing that can be done. Dawson decides to stay at home. This is Eve is dumb because Eve says, you know what, Dawson? I don't know who's the bigger mystery, me or you. Neither one of you were a fucking mystery. We could predict what both of you were going to do at all times. If yeah. anything, Dawson is the most predictable. But <laughs> if this is like fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, like, why are you trying to corrupt this youth? Why? Oh, why are you trying to do this? It's fun. It's fun for her. She's just like, what are you doing, Eve? Eve sucks. Yeah, yeah. She's worse. Yeah. I mean, I think that she just wants to cause some trouble. She sees this, like, I don't know. It is biblical. Like, she sees this Adam yeah. and she wants to corrupt him. And he, you know, she wants him to taste the forbidden fruit with her. And he's like, no, like the snake dude over here tells me like we shouldn't do this. I don't know. Bible studies with Dawson's Creek. Grams would be proud. Yeah. What are you? So what are your overall thoughts on Eve from what we've seen of her? And do you Uh, think she'll make a return? Because yeah, no, she'll be back. She'll definitely be back. Uh, do I like her? No. Is she going to add some spice for the first quarter of the season? Yeah, and I'll accept it and it'll be fine. I don't know. Like, she'll probably be really annoying. But she's, you know, not boring. She's better than Belinda. Yeah, no, she's definitely better than Belinda. But yeah, we'll see what happens with Eve. Yeah. I just, yeah, she'll, I mean, she's she'll just, be back. To me, she's predictable and like a complete caricature of that type of character. Yeah, yeah, um, I know. But uh, we're, we're at the Potter uh, docks. Uh, Joey's crying. Pacey, like, I didn't realize that when Dawson asked Pacey to look after Joey, he meant like, right fucking now. <laughs> yeah, know? right this second. You have to leave, leave the party. So, so he's rowing over. And he's oh, like, he's motorboating. He's motorboating. He motorboats And Joey. this is actually kind of a very funny line. He's like, it's the damnedest thing. As soon as I got into Dawson's rowboat, it rowboat. magically drifted towards your dog. Yeah. Like, what yeah. are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. 
Yes. So, uh, and she, of course, immediately knows that Dawson told Pacey. Um, and he's like, what do you think? And she's like, I think I hate you both. He's like, you're really going to hate what I have to say then. He did the right thing. The two of you need to be apart right now. Um, and he's like, he goes on this whole speech. He's like, how could I know how hard it is to let someone go? The mm-hmm. pain of knowing that even though the two of you are right for each other, it doesn't mean you're right for each other right now. How can yep. I possibly know uh, that sometimes it makes you want to scream, hit somebody, sit at the end of the dock and cry? And this is like great, right? Like this is something yep. they can both connect on. He misses Andy. He had to let her go for her own good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and she doesn't realize it, but she's, it's not right for her and Dawson right now. It's not the right time for them to be together. Yeah. Um, and I love the line, who knows, you and I might be friends. And I love mm. her. PC, I'm upset as <laughs> enough as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I come here, Potter, and then he hugs her. Um, I, I do applaud the scene because if he didn't reference Andy at all, I would be pissed because then it's the show not like. Yeah, because we didn't up with see, their shit. We didn't yeah. see him saying anything about Andy. About Andy. He just yeah. seems to be having fun at this party. Yeah. And we exactly. don't know what he did all summer either. Exactly. So I do I do appreciate that the show is um you know, following up with their storylines. Yeah. Great. Great job. Um and I if this means like a blossoming Pacey and Joey friendship slash alliance. Great. That's yeah. good, too. Um, so I, you know, I feel like this has a lot of potential. Um, mm-hmm. This is the end of the episode. Uh, this episode was interesting. I felt like it was a little, like, out of body, if you know what I mean. Like, it, I felt... You can feel that Kevin Williamson is no longer involved. I Because it has so. a tonal shift from season uh, two to three. Mm, yes. It's a very different... It feels more... Like a classic teen tropey drama, mm. and with the house party and with the new girl who's super sexy, yeah. like it just doesn't fit with the the vibe of the show in my opinion. Yeah, it almost feels like the characters forgot who they are. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I feel like the inclusion of Eve just felt really weird. I don't know. I don't like her. I just think like. I wish we had gotten the Pacey. I wish we had gotten Pacey referring to Andy earlier in the episode. That would have felt better. I feel like the only plot line that I was like, this tracks is like the Jen and Jack stuff. Like that felt good. Yes. Yeah. I liked that. That's probably like my favorite element of the episode is the Jen and Jack like relationship and the fact that like. Jen is becoming like a rebellious like cheerleader type and is yeah. like battling bullies. Um yeah. I do like that. So I felt like that was interesting. Uh Joey, I kind of felt like she was acting out of character. To be honest with you, the old Joey would have still be holding on to a grudge all summer and we would have been annoyed with her, but it would have been very Joey like, you know, like I was expecting her to still be bitter in yeah. the beginning of the um, third season. Dawson, actually, I do feel like Dawson is kind of acting like himself. Like it's not like so out of character for him to kind of just like get pulled into nonsense. Yeah. Um, And being like, oh, like, how did I get here? Um, But um, and PC was is pretty normal. So I guess like my 
Wait, so then who do I have a problem with? Do I just have a problem with Joey? I just said, I just listed all the characters and said that I liked all of them. <laughs> well, I don't know what I was saying. I, I just feel like it's a weird. It just feels, it just weird. feels weird. The tonal it feels shift off. is is correct. Yeah. So next episode is season three, episode two, Homecoming. Homecoming. Homecoming dance. Um, back to Mitch being a football coach. Um, by the way, um, uh, college football season started. So uh, to all of the college football fans, um, you know, Go forth. I don't know. Enjoy. So yeah, I don't know. It's the homecoming dance. We love homecoming dances. I don't sure. know. If you, I don't think that you can invite a twenty-one-year-old to a homecoming dance. Well, we'll see. We'll see. She will probably be there. <sighs> yeah. Shall um, we? Yeah. Um. Shall we get into some feedback for this episode? Yep. 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 I have uh, a couple of Twitter messages. Okay. Um. So. Um. Tom Palmer wrote in and said, Welcome to season three. Is Eve the worst written character that's ever been on the show? Um, that's a question. Pro- I mean, to be seen, but feels like it. Yeah. yeah um, is the stripper party at Dawson's house really stupid? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like, I mean, I like a house party, but it's like kind of crazy. It's but- a dumb idea for sure. Like there's no way you don't get caught when Grams lives right next yeah. door. But, like, to raise $3,000 that quickly, like, maybe I kind of want to raise $3,000. Does none of that matter? Because all we're here for is the Pacey Joey scene at the end of the episode. Uh, Yeah. And the uh, that made it worth it. And also um, also for me, the the Jen and Jack stuff. What do you think? I like like the Jen and Jack stuff as well. I think that stuff fit very well in the episode. Also, that even though I felt like a lot of this episode felt very tropey, even like the the cheerleader stuff is also very tropey. But because Jen kind of got her groove back, I felt like I liked it a little bit more than I otherwise would have. Mm, Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Derby Kelly responded to Tom and says, not all of us are here for the scene at the end with Pacey and Joey, but you do make valid points. Mm -hmm. Yes. Speaking of Dirtbag Kelly, we did get an email from him. Yeah. Um, so he did give us a little fun fact, and he said that he looked back, um, and through season three, um, thir- or th- excuse me, through like this episode, um, 31 and a half out of 36 episodes start in Dawson's bedroom. Oh, yes. Statistics. I, I love, love that. This. And because yes. we always talk about how often they're in there and that attracts this episode did not. Um, yeah. So that's fun to know. He also, of course, gave the air date, which is September 29th, 1999. We're almost yeah. in the 2000s now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he sees <laughs> he's like, Andy's in the opening credits. Um, and also he loves the, that the theme song is back. So that's great. Um, yeah, he, he, of course, also asks, how are they in a strip club? I don't know, Kelly. It doesn't make sense to me either. Um, and he asks, is Eve just Jen 2.0? Hmm. I feel like Jen was never at this level of like sexually like forward, if that makes sense. Maybe Jen in New York was like maybe this fair. Like, maybe yeah. Jen in New York was this spicy. But um, no, like Eve is just like. Like, she's very pushy. She is. I think she's definitely pushier than Jen is. Um, He says uh, he loved the Jen cheerleader tryout. He called it epic. Um, And, uh, yeah, he says uh, he thinks that it's weird that Dawson turned Joey down. It was an odd move is what he says. Um, 
this tracks with Dawson, though. Like, I think he's just not... I think you're right. I think he needs to feel like they're in a good, emotionally stable relationship in order for him to feel comfortable, like, having sex with Joey. Yeah. You have to think of it like this. Dawson is a movie buff, and he has seen hundreds and hundreds of movies. And what... He's like more stereotypical feminine in a view like Andy what the perfect night would look like of losing your virginity with the perfect person and like everything will probably have to be like pristine and perfect and he probably has a vision of what this would look like because that's how it's like in the movies so Dawson's not gonna want like to have sex on a boat like with some rando he's not gonna want to be like have a girl thrown at him when like the situation when there's a huge rager downstairs yeah like it's gonna have to be like the perfect situation for him because he's such like a daydreamer no you're absolutely right like it doesn't it's it doesn't really it tracks with who he is as a character yeah. Um. And he says, so speaking on the part where he wasn't a huge fan of the, the last scene, he says, it was a really weird scene where Pacey is talking about Andy, but there was a vibe I didn't like. I feel like this image of JC on the dock is like fan art. And he says, ugh. <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't he doesn't like it. That, yeah. It's uh yeah. Like fan fiction. Um, almost. Mm-hmm. I you know, I just feel like I think it was important for a multitude of reasons, I think it was important to have this scene so that Pacey can talk about him missing Andy. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for them to find stuff that they connect on so they can start building a genuine friendship. Right. Um. So I feel like that's why this scene in particular is important. I don't yeah. know. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, And he also got the vibe that, like, up until the scene with Joey at the end, he thinks Pacey seemed a little bit different. I don't think – I think he seems different because Andy isn't around. To me, this feels very much, like, back to the fun-loving Pacey that we got. Yeah, regression Pacey. Yeah, he's not as – Yeah, he's not as – But, like, the good part of season one Pacey. Like, when he – Yeah, like, when he was, like, showboating in front of cheerleaders and – Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, Yeah, that – It feels like that version of Pacey. So, like, I I don't disagree with you, Kelly. I just think that, like, this is him without Andy trying to enjoy his summer, basically. Um, and then he says, great work as always. He enjoyed the snack bracket, even if our final was a crime against snacks. <laughs> Kelly, I'd love to know, did Kelly send a bracket in? I want to know what he uh, thinks was the best I don't snack. Think Ke- yeah, Kelly, send in your bracket. I, I thought that, know. that is so funny. Your final mm-hmm. was a crime against snacks. That's like the funniest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yes. Um, we got another email from Mindy. Welcome, Mindy. I don't know if we've, have we heard from Mindy before? I feel like Mindy's new. Maybe. Mindy, let us know. Um, Mindy says uh, that she wanted to echo those who have said that the second half of season three is the best season of Dawson's Creek. Uh, She thinks the first half can be a little bit difficult to get through, but the second half is the reward for sticking it out. Mm, Um, I love that. I love positive reinforcement. Yes. And she says that the second half is often regarded as having saved the show. Um, There's even a book by one of the Dawson's Creek writers that includes a little bit about this, but the title is spoilery, so she won't include it. We appreciate that, Mindy. Thank you so much. I want to read. No, I know. Well, we'll have to be literate. Well, Mindy, if you want. um, After the show. You can like find me on Twitter, DM me, or after we're done, let us know the title. In the future. Um, 
And uh, she also wanted to add a little to the story of the showrunner being fired in the middle of the season. The rumor is the cast shut down production and refused to film because they weren't happy with their storylines and the direction the show was going. Production only resumed after the showrunner was replaced. Wow. Fascinating. I think that tracks. And I feel like definitely we've mentioned that we felt a vibe shift from two to three. Mm -hmm. And so I'm happy to know that like it's a temporary, you know, it's a temporary thing that we'll get to the middle of season two or three and Mm -hmm. kind of, you know move on from this vibe um she says season three is my favorite season of the show but the season starts but it only starts at episode nine um i only just recently found out the first episode after the shutdown and that was the replacement of the showrunner is where that kind of starts um she says i look forward to the podcast every week can't hear wait to hear what you have to say about season three thank you so much mindy that was thank you mindy i i i really love the facts because because like I can't Google I can't like IMDb this stuff so, and I you like, know I, love I don't it. so yeah I love, <laughs> um I really love when uh people give me like little facts and I'm I'm very excited for the second half of the season I'm just gonna like not put too much expectations in the first half and just try to have a good time yeah we'll yeah. see. Um, and then we got another email from Kimmy. Thank you so much Kimmy. for emailing us again, Kimmy. Oh, uh, she says, hi, Sarah and Jess. She says she's so sorry for her confusing feedback last week. Don't worry, Kimmy. It was totally our fault, I'm sure. Um, and she says she can't wait for Sarah to change her mind and jump from Team Pandy to Team Jossie. Uh, so we have oh. Jo- oh, Josie. So it could either be JC or Josie. Um uh, I have bets on the exact episode it will happen. I cannot so wait, Kimmy, now to Now does hear this it. make sense to you? Yes. Like, do you have a feeling what moment she's talking about? I uh, Here's the thing. I've seen Dawson's Creek. I'm not, like, the biggest okay. diehard fan, so I don't remember the, the moment that she's referring to. But I wonder mm-hmm. w- if we'll be able to guess it when it happens, you know? Yeah. Um, she says, thank you for inspiring me to rewatch these beginning season three episodes. I never watched them and I got so much out of it. Here are her thoughts. Oh, yay! she did the same game we did. Who has had the worst hair change? Um, she has a Pacey's highlights, B, the Dawson wig, C, Andy from blonde to brunette, D, Jen's wet and stringy hair from season two. Oh, the shade, Kimmy. Or E, uh, Dawson's cascading bangs in season three. She doesn't like cascading bangs. Um, This is literally the hardest question I've ever been asked in my life. It's all so bad. The Pacey hair was so bad. uh, The highlights. That's what I feel like my vote is. Okay, but like Andy is like blonde brunette, like ruined my life. But Jen's wet and stringy hair in season two, I think, has to be the worst. Okay, you're right because it lasts longer than Pacey's highlights. But Pacey's highlights gets runner up because if that had lasted a long time, oh my god, it was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's Um, like my frosted tips. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, no. But that that's hilarious because all of it's painful yeah um she says what are the goddamn idling laws in capeside it's a monday in the afternoon and they just let these children to see strippers (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's Uh, like the rough part i don't know it's like the same part where all the cocaine goes in yeah of capeside if it's same if it's capeside (laughs) the shade from kimmy has me absolutely rolling she says is eve dying why is she always running hot is it literally a plot device just so dawson can recognize her body temperature instead of her face are you even kidding me (laughs) i don't know it's so 
stupid. Oh, I Yeah, maybe not. she is dying. Maybe she's a ghost. Maybe she's a ghost with Abby. The ghosts mm-hmm. are overrunning Cape Side. Uh, and then she asks, uh, the moment Dawson rejects Joey, it was just so cold-blooded. I think this is the moment where I truly embraced my hatred of Dawson. Why are we supposed to believe Joey wants this guy back? Seriously, he has been a dick and hasn't even once or asked once about Papa Potter, crashes mm. into her workplace while getting a BJ, and has cascading bangs. <laughs> okay, like maybe I have to take this cascading bangs thing more seriously. Is this Kimmy a cram against humanity? I don't mind the bangs. I do, I do agree, like, you know what? Dawson should have asked, like, Joey, how are you? Are you okay? How are you dealing with things? I understand there's a lot of pressure on your family. He doesn't ask any of those things. He just rejects her and lets her leave. So fair enough. I think that it's still the right move, though, Kimmy. Like, I do think it's the right move from Dawson, but I think the way he did it is probably the thing that we hate him for, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I get like, I think that it just wasn't the right time to like get intimate. Yeah. And, but yeah, like, you know, he could have been a grown up and not like ran out to a strip club when he saw her at school. He could have came up to her yeah. and been like, hey, like, how are you? Yeah. It, would have, it wouldn't have meant a lot. We'll see. We were like high on Dawson. Like we hated Dawson in season one. We were high on him in season two. Is he going to go tank back down in season three? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, And uh, she asks, what's the more hilarious quote? I love these games, Kimmy. Please keep them coming. Uh, what's the more hilarious quote? Joey whispering, I can be sexual, Dawson, while wearing a limited tank and a training bra. <laughs> Not the training bra. I love this. Oh, my or God. Dawson saying, a man's character is his fate after crashing a stolen boat and before throwing a stripper party at his father's house. <laughs> I think I can be sexual i think i can be sexual. i can be sexual dawson yeah while wearing a uh the limited or limited two limited yeah two it's tank. so limited too right yeah uh, she, and also i wanted to say that joey's skirt to me looked like a skirt. like it reminded me of oh. the old school skirts because it's not like a mini skirt it was like too it's long so long it was it made her look like amish <laughs> it made her look short and this girl's like five foot eight yeah she's very tall yeah um, Kimmy says, thank you for, uh, thank you both for making me look forward to Mondays. I literally jumped out of my chair when you read my feedback last week. You two are awesome. Thank you so much, Kimmy. Please keep sending in the feedback and giving us these like quiz questions or these trivia. Like I, I love questions. I love this stuff. And please Quizzes. keep throwing the shade at these characters. Cause it's yeah. so fun. I'm, I'm very excited to get some fun back into Dawson's Creek. I know. Same, same. Um, and then we have one more email. Of course, we can't go without talking about Linda. So Linda sent us an email. Um, she says she's going to attempt to do something she hasn't done in over 20 years. Rewatch season three of Dawson's mm. Creek. Isn't that wild to you? She says she's done multiple season one and two rewatches. Um, season three, she only ever watched the day it aired and never again. Uh, Whoa. She said, yeah, it's like pretty intense. She says that the loss of Kevin Williamson was felt immediately in her opinion. She has quite a few issues with how certain things were handled. Um, and she says she loves us so much. So she's going to attempt to move forward with the series rewatch. So she says maybe some of her feelings will change and it won't be as painful this time around. Yeah, like maybe us just like bashing it will make you like have a new appreciation of it. Yeah, I think you know what, Linda, I think that regardless, it's still worth rewatching because you never know. Some of your feelings might change. And even if they don't, you can have fun completely shitting on it with us. Right. So like vent Mm -hmm. your feelings to us, Linda. Um, And she says it feels really weird that Joey lied to Bessie about Dawson. Why not just say that they hadn't had a chance to talk yet? 
I agree with that. I feel like it, it doesn't It's a track. weird one. Yeah. It's a weird one. It's like they did it just to be able to have that scene later where she confides in Bessie. Yeah, but like cut that season, add something else in and exactly. just have that one se- scene with Bessie. Yeah. Uh, she says, I remember Eve being bad, but I forgot how bad. The overacting is way too much. I completely agree, Linda. It's so much. It's over the top. Um, Dawson does realize he could have shut the boat off instead of driving into a dock, right? Anchor it. Anchor it. There's like an anchor. Like you don't have to. Uh, yeah. And um, why couldn't you open your eyes while driving the boat and getting a blowjob? Like, it's I know, okay. I know. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, Jen never being a cheerleader, not doing a real audition, and becoming head cheerleader makes my brain hurt. Jokes aside, how do they even know if she has the flexibility, strength, coordination it takes to cheer, let alone be in charge of routines? Oh, it's, yeah. This is because head it's like a huge trope. Like, this is a thing that I would expect to see on, like, any dub, any normal WB teen drama, right? Like this yeah. is the this is the storyline you would get. I feel like the only reason we were fine with it is because it felt like it got Jen back yeah. to who she was when she's like in a good place. Yeah, I'll tell you what. This is what you have to do. You drive to Coveside, which is the town over. Coveside you go to, to Coveside. You go to <laughs> the auditions. Uh, or the um the 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 try the the no 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 the practice of yep, okay. the Cove side cheerleading team. You watch their routines, you memorize it and copy it, and then bring it back. And then when you go to the competition and start like accusing each other of stealing each other's routines, then you deal with it. Yes, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. She says Joey's stripping in Dawson's room made her uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. It felt like it was out of nowhere, considering they haven't spoken all summer and yep. the conversation they had before he left. It felt very forced and a bit out of character. I agree. This I is agree probably my biggest issue with the episode. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um. Linda uh, finishes off by saying she misses Andy. Sarah, how excited were you to see Meredith in the opening credits? And no, Andy will be returning to Cape Side. I mean, I really do think I cried. <laughs> like I now that you said that, I do remember. You did. Being... Your eyes were welling up because I was looking and I like and I think you made a noise because as soon as she came on I screen, yelled, you were like, I yelled. Ah! and then I looked I over. Yeah. yeah, I looked at you. I and was, you were just so excited. I was very excited. I was actually you know, like because I knew like if she wasn't going to be in the credits then like then she wasn't going to be in the show yeah so of course as soon as like she was in the credits and like uh, and I was feeling very nervous about it too I remember like I was feeling very anxious about her mm-hmm. being there or not being there and when she was there I felt a lot of relief um so yeah. I'm very very happy that she'll come back um she's not going to be a guest star because she's in the credits yeah, she's so. full on uh cast member so I feel like a lot of I feel a lot better um I'm sorry that I had a breakdown in season two episode 21 (laughs) I'm sorry that like I really so funny though had a complete meltdown it was a little dramatic but like that's what you get from me you get the dramatics um so thank you so much Linda thank you to everybody who sent in feedback we honestly we appreciate love it. getting it so if you'd like to send in more feedback you can always we're on Twitter and Instagram at shit 90s pod you can email us shit 90s pod at gmail.com or you can go to our new website www.shit90spod.com um to send in any type of feedback um so amazing I yeah I just thank love you it. so 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 much it makes me so happy yes 
Um, fashion hour. Let's get to the fashion of fashion the hour. hour. My first nomination for the Rachel Green Award of the most 90s outfit is this Jack look when they arrive. Um, actually, I think this look is when Jen just got um, head cheerleader. It is such like a little model look. Mm-hmm. Like this is very... Um, uh, that that model kid from Ten Things I Hate About You, or like Joey yes. Tribbiani, like it's like he's wearing a gray T-shirt, tucked into um some khakis, but with a belt, and then like a black overshirt, and he has mm-hmm. like his backpack and his hair is gelled. Like I love this vibe. Like it's very like I just like I do modeling in Milan. And I'm here now, and it's just, like, such an aesthetic, and I love the vibe. Yes, I think this is a great look for Jack. He's definitely, like, had the glow up from season two continue on. Um, I'm not a huge fan of khaki pants, but I feel like it works with this outfit. But it works with the outfit. It does, it does. Like, you can't wear this outfit with jeans. No, 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 no. And I like that he has the the shirt unbuttoned completely, so it just kind of flows in the wind. Uh. Great starting look for Jack. He looks fantastic here. I love it. Yes, I love it. My next look is Eve's last look. Um, I knew this was going to be here. Yeah, when she's, (laughs) like, um, she's, like, uh, on the boat, it's a two-piece matching set a like teeny tiny tank top with it's like blue with like almost like a leafy floral pattern that's also in a different shade of blue um full midriff showing and a low rise like floor length slinky skirt with a humongous slit her hair is like short she's i don't know wearing um like blue eyeshadow her Eyebrows are pencil thin, um, a red lip. Uh, What do you think of Eve's outfit? Yeah, this I feel like you can tell we are trending towards the 2000s. Like it's it's very obvious in this this particular outfit because we're so used to seeing like the low rise jeans and stuff. And this is very much that vibe. Um, Cute matching set. I could easily see this being something someone would wear now if the, the skirt part was different like I could see someone doing like cute shorts and a top that like is a matching set um now Mm -hmm. but like especially with the short hair that has like highlights and it's kind of spiked in the back very 90s very like temptress yeah it's Mm -hmm. a look yeah and then my last nomination is um Joey's temptress outfit which is so (laughs) different from Eve's uh, so this is once again like a limited to type of top. It's a yeah. color block tank top with a little strip of white and then it's like split down the middle like a two-tone two different color purples. This crazy like utility skirt that's oh like a blue a light light blue denim but like this giant pocket to hold I don't know condoms because she probably wished that she was having sex with uh, Dawson that night. But it's long. It's really really long and it's like right above her knee which sounds short but she's She's so leggy she's so leggy that like you know it's it just looks very very long and she's wearing these like chunky clunky little shoes that are like black and strappy like chunky sandals um hair is part in the middle straight 
Um, what do you think about this Joey outfit? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I think based on the feedback, right? Like, this is limited to top. Um, the skirt, it's weird because it's like almost like a cargo skirt because of the yes. pockets. Yeah. Um, but it also reminds me of a skirt, and then it's just a bit too long. Like, it's just a weird, strange outfit for Joey. This is not the Joey Very we're weird. used to seeing. Um, so it just feels off. I don't know if they changed like fashion directors for this season either, but it just it, maybe it's just Joey herself because her other outfits didn't feel this weird. Um, yeah, this is this just a strange weird. outfit. I don't Very like strange. how it's split down the front like that in two different colors. It's kind of strange looking. I don't know. To me, the most obvious 1990s outfit, as much as I want to reward Jack for his fashion forward outfit, is Eve like this outfit? Mm, yeah, just oozes the nineties. So she's gonna yeah. get my uh, get my All point. Right. Talking about Eve, um, our Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness Award. This is the outfit that she's wearing uh, when they stole Mitch's boat. She is wearing a, a little red bikini top with like some white trim accents, jean shorts, and this like really like effortless like. Um, white linen shirt that's open. She has abs, mm-hmm. ma'am. She Look does. at those abs. She's working out. Um, I thought this was timeless because um, I just felt like it was very, like you can probably see this in even now or in any yeah. generation. Like it's just so epic effortless and like casual and beachy and I feel like you know you can see something like this in the 70s you can see something like this in the 90s you can see something like this now yeah no I completely agree I think like especially like denim especially like little shorts and denim and a white top like totally tracks the bikini top you could definitely see someone wearing it's a cute outfit it's certainly like a very cute beachy outfit I prefer this to any of her other looks um I I I do like it um Uh, I don't like Eve, but I like the outfit. Yeah. Next up is Dawson and his cascading bangs, but he's wearing his signature shark tooth necklace. Um, Just a white, simple white shirt. Uh, He's wearing some dark denim and like he has his little like um, overshirt like wrapped around his his waist. Um, I thought this was like kind of like a little grungier for Dawson, but like 90s fashion is very now and I felt like it wasn't too wouldn't be too out of place right now in the current universe. Yeah, no, I like this. I think that this is this. I like how Dawson is evolving in his fashion because I really hated all the beige we saw in season one. And so I feel like he's definitely had a bit of a glow up here. Uh, despite the cascading bangs, um, I like I like a white T-shirt and jeans look. And I think this is a good look from Dawson. Yeah. My last nomination is Jen. And she is wearing a black long sleeve top um, with like a rounded neck. Um, some like black jeans that like look very cool and like black booties. Like she's wearing like this like uh, dark rosy lip. And her hair is looking great. And I just, like, really like this vibe from her. Like, she's definitely, like, edgier this season. Yes, I I love her hair. I think her hair looks so much better. I love her in an all-black ensemble. Um, I like her makeup in this. I just think overall Jen has a fresh look, and I really yeah. like it. Yeah, Um, this one picture I just found so funny because this is after, like, she did that. Um, she's in the auditorium and Belinda just said that snarky comment yeah. and like her and Jack were laughing but look at that 
third guy. Yeah. He's sitting next to them. Who is He's that like, guy? yeah, like, I'm your friend, too. Like, that was so funny. <laughs> 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 um, I just thought that was such a funny picture. No, it is um, good. Yeah. Um, what's, um, who do you think won the Paul Red Certificate at Timelessness Award? <sighs> it's, this is a hard one for me, honestly, because I really like both Jen and Dawson's outfits. And, but I think I have to give it to Dawson just because I feel like he's had a glow up and that like deserves to be rewarded. Yeah. And because D. I feel like Jen is way more likely to get points a from us in the future. So it's kind of like, while I have you here, let's give Dawson a point. I hear um, you. We love to be charitable. We do. Um, so even Dawson, the almost possible question mark couple, get a uh, get the points this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was a this is a good way to start season three. I know not everybody loves season three or at least the first half, um, but I'm excited to get through it regardless, because even if it's trash, I love discussing the trash. And I think oh, it I makes love for the trash. Great podcasting. I think it makes it great for feedback. Um, so keep the feedback coming. We absolutely adored getting so much of it. Um, and Sarah, what do we have coming up this wonderful month of September? We have so much coming up. This is Robin Williams Appreciation Month here at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We had you, the audience, vote what two Robin Williams films we would cover. So um, Mrs. Doubtfire and Jumanji won the poll. And we are covering um, Mrs. Doubtfire first um, with... Grace and Hudson from the Hold Up podcast. So you should see that in your podcasting feed sometime this week, maybe on on Wednesday, Jessica, perhaps Uh, Saturday, Wednesday. Well, we're recording it. Yeah, we're recording it this weekend and then I'm going to put it out midweek. Yeah. So Wednesday, probably. So check that out. And then later this month, we are recording Jumanji with Naomi Calhoun, which is very exciting. So I can't wait. We're gonna we're gonna have so much fun discussing both of these. So. Yes. So we are very excited. Of course, we have our weekly Dawson's Creek content, our weekly Boy Meets World content, which we are moving into season four of Boy Meets World in it. a week or so, which is crazy. We're like kind of like turning over new seasons for both the shows that we covered. So it's like kind of funny that timing. Yeah, it happened but, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited. And then aside from that, uh, heaps and heaps of stuff coming in the future. Find us at Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram, www.shit90spod.com. Um, and yeah, just follow along for the future. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for checking into this podcast, starting season three with us, whether you love it, hate it, anything in between. Um, We're excited to start this next season's journey with you all. Thank you all for listening. Have a good one, everybody. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.